the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to the program. Happy Lord's Day. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests, and basically seeking God's power, seeking God's presence, just seeking God for all who he is. He is awesome. He is mighty. He is magnificent. He is majestic. He is worthy of all praise. And let's just open the prayer right open the program right now with prayer, seeking God, seeking who He is, seeking His presence. Father, you said, Lord, you said that when we seek you with all of our heart, we would find you. Lord, I pray that all of us tonight would be seeking you for who you are, seeking you for your desire, for your purpose, for your plan, for this next hour, for all of us, Lord. I thank you for this time. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would just be in total control. Take over right now, Holy Spirit, and lead us. Lead us into the presence of our awesome, mighty, magnificent Father. Yes, Lord, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. And I ask a special blessing upon each and every listener tonight that your perfect will would be accomplished. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, again, praise the Lord and welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. I'm so glad that you had uh, the time to, or you made the time to join us tonight. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and we are a live program. We're here in studio, and our purpose here is to be uh, uh, somewhere that you can call and ask for prayer, to lead you, to help lead you into the presence of God. That's what we desire to do. We want to be in God's presence tonight. We want to just be before his throne because the Bible tells us that we have a God who's, 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 who's calling us before his throne. It says in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, it says that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, and let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. God knows Every one of your weaknesses, he knows your situation. He knows your circumstance. He knows where you are right now. And he sympathizes with us. He's passed through everything that we've passed through. It says, we have, it says, for we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things just as we are tempted, but yet without sin. 
Therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Well, the scripture is for us. You know, we can draw close to the throne of grace. We can come into God's presence confidently knowing that he hears our prayers. So if you need prayer tonight, if there's something in your life, something in your family, something going on right now, a situation, a circumstance, a sickness, an illness, whatever's going on tonight, I encourage you to call in for prayer. Call in and ask for prayer. Let's pray together. Let's seek God together for for all that he wants to do in your life. The number is 888-995-5552. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's a situation where you need God to just take over, you need God to make a change, you need God to touch somebody in your life for healing, if there's somebody in the hospital that you know, if there's somebody suffering in sickness or disease that you know, if there's somebody who has the coronavirus, let's pray. We're going to pray tonight for God's protection against the coronavirus. There's so many people scared, so many people anxious, living in fear. We don't live with fear. We live in confidence knowing that God's in control over our life. We want to pray for those who have the coronavirus. We want to pray for those to be healed from the coronavirus and for everyone to be protected, that the Lord would cause this virus to be in the past, that, that the Lord would, 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 would have victory over this virus. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if there's something you want to pray about tonight, call in. The number is 888 995 That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in tonight. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. We want God to touch your life. We want God to touch the lives of your loved ones and make a difference. If you want to make a difference tonight, if you want to stand in the gap for someone that you love, that you care for, somebody that the Lord is just putting on your heart right now, stand in the gap when you call 888-995-5552. Also, if you have a, a Bible question, if there's just something on your mind, something you've been pondering, something you read, something you heard, something you want to get a better understanding on, if there's a question that you want to pose tonight, if there's a question you want to bring up tonight on any type of a Bible question, question about the church, uh, church history, uh, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in and we'll search the scriptures. We'll see if we can find the answer to your question because the answer to your question is in, it's in the Bible. The answer to your doctrinal question is in the Bible. The answer to your question about the cults, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, world religions, Islam, Buddhism, whatever's on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call in with your questions. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Well, we have some people on our prayer list that we want to pray for. We want to pray for, for Archie Bimbo for healing. We want to pray for Minnie Mitchell for healing from cancer. Also, Frankie Longos. We're keeping Frankie in prayer, and we will be constant. We will be uh, persistent in praying for healing for Archie, 
for many, for Frankie. We also want to pray for Andrew Johnson. Um, and we want to pray for David Johnson. We want to pray for protection from the coronavirus. And we also want to pray for Mimi, uh, for her needs. The Lord knows uh, all of her needs. We also want to pray, uh, I don't know if it's true or not. It's something I heard. Uh, he, he shot him in the leg. Thank God he didn't die, but they shot him in the leg. And uh, we want to pray for, for his healing. Uh, and the reason for for all of this was follow policies. Is that that's the that's what I heard. So we want to pray that the Lord would just intervene with these policies, with these things. I don't believe it's right. I believe it's a sin. And I just want to pray for the man's healing and to, that the Lord would intervene and that the Lord would have control and the Lord would 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 bring repentance. And the, the Lord would bring this to pass, because it, it's. It, I believe it's a sin. I believe it's an abomination on Gladil. with these policies. I just taking a stand right now and telling you what I feel, what I think. So let's pray. We thank you. We praise you, Lord, for your healing ability. We thank you and praise you, Lord, that you're a God who cares, that you're a God who knows everything there is. You're all-powerful, all-knowing, omnipotent, omniscient. And you have the ability, Mugodad, to sustain us. So we pray for Archie, Mugodad. We pray for many. We pray for Frankie. We pray for Andrew and for David Johnson, Mugodad. I pray your healing upon them, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would bring an end to this coronavirus. I pray for healing for all those who are who have contracted the coronavirus, Mugodad. And I pray, Lord, that you would bring it to an end, that you would put this in the past, Lord. Give protection, relieve the fear, Lord, and do all that you desire to do. I thank you, Lord, and I, I pray for Mimi, Mugodad. And Mugodad, I pray, Lord, for I pray your healing upon him. And I pray, Mugodel, that you would that you would be Satipanav, that you would bring order, that you would bring repentance, that you would be sovereign over what's going on, Mugodel, and I pray your I pray your blessing. I pray, Lord, that you would show grace and mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, I invite you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Let's seek the Lord for, for whatever is the need in your life, in the life of your family. Whatever your question is, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our first caller, and we'll talk to Jeremiah. Hi, Jeremiah. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How you doing? Happy Lord's Day. Happy Lord's Day. Okay, well, I got like maybe like three questions or four. I want to ask you a question. Uh, maybe real quick, you could pray for me and my mother, for God to change our life. And if you could pray for Fernando, for God to change his life. 
Well, Mugodad, we pray for Jeremiah and his mom, Mugodad. I just pray, Lord, that, that you would be the sovereign, mighty God of their life who, who leads and guides and provides. Lord, I pray your blessing. I pray for Fernando, for Tony Mugodad, that your blessing would be upon them, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, I got a question. Like, the, uh, do you know about this? Like, uh, it's called Hebrews one, uh, verses thirteen and fourteen about the angels. Hebrews one. Um, one verses thirteen, verses fourteen. Okay. Because where I go to church at, my pastor commissions the angels because he said, this is what he says because God. Uh, he says because the angels work for God. I know the angels work for God. Of course. Do you know about that? Well, I know that the Lord created angels, and he created an immense amount of angels. The Bible puts their numbers at myriads and myriads and ten thousands and ten thousands. There's an un, they're unnumerable. They're, they're, there's, no, you, there's so many of them. There's, there's a lot. And that they are, uh, you know, the word angel means messenger. They are God's messengers. They are God, they're God's helpers. They, they, they carry out God's will. Uh, so they have many, uh, many functions but they all serve the lord mm-hmm. so yeah course, uh, do you d- go ahead sorry about that no go ahead go ahead what were you gonna say oh, oh but 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 do you know anything about commissioning the angels like to commission them Com- yeah god commissions the angels you know the there's thought that that there were three archangels okay michael gabriel and lucifer and that uh michael is the archangel of he does battle he, he is commissioned to do battle he battles for the lord he carries out the lord's commands in battle he's a, a warrior and god commissioned gabriel as his messenger he's the one who's who's always bringing message who is bringing messages whenever you see the lord sending a message to his children uh in the bible it's usually gabriel who's bringing the the, the message and he also it's also thought that he commissioned lucifer as the worship leader, he led the worship in heaven. He took the worship from the angels and brought it. Before, he brought their worship before the Lord, and Lucifer uh, coveted that worship and wanted it for himself, and that's what got him thrown out of heaven. So those are some of the thoughts about the commissioning and commissioned angels. Okay, but I want to know, like, uh, on actually, like, could we commission the angels? Because my pastor does that. No, we don't. I commission the angels. No, we don't commission the angels. That's, the angels are commissioned by the Lord. He gives them commissions of uh, being our guardian. You know, we all have guardian angels. He commissions the angels to protect us. He commissions the angels to comfort us. It said after 40 days and 40 nights of, of fasting in the wilderness that the Lord sent angels to minister to Jesus. So God commissions the angels. We don't commission the angels. We can ask God. You know, I asked God many times uh, on, the, on the radio that he would send an army of angels to protect people, uh, that there would be a hedge of protection around people. So we could ask the Lord, but we don't commission angels specifically ourselves. That's, a, that's, the, the, that's the prerogative of the Lord. Because where I go to church, my pastor, he rebukes the devourer. Okay, you know about rebuking the devourer. And then he says, get your filthy hands off our finances, Satan. Yeah. And then he says you could commission the angels. Well, 
well, not knowing your pastor, not knowing his doctrine, you know, I, I wouldn't want to comment on that. Uh, well, I, he's Christian, Pentecostal. I'm sure. I'm sure he's Christian. I'm sure he's Pentecostal. Uh, but there's a fine line uh, that you can cross in, in trying to uh, do the, you know, pray the pray that yeah, way. Yeah, I know God commissions the angels. Yeah. But let me ask you something. But I mean, God does send the angels forward, like. Like if we lost anything, yes. we'll do to bring someone back and do. I well, know God, God but you know, amazing. God has many jobs that He can commission the angels to do. Okay. Oh, okay. He does come, but I know God commissions the angels. Yes, He 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 tells the angels what to do. He sends them to do His to do His will. Okay. And uh, I I have one more question for you, and that's it. Okay, Sammy? Okay. Um. No, I know prophesied is a big thing, too. My pastor likes prophesied a lot, you know. Uh-huh. Prophesied is a big word, too. Yes, prophecy, yes. Prophecy, okay. Okay, well, thank you for everything. Thank you for all Okay, Jeremiah. God bless you. God bless. Thank you. And if you have a question, if you have a prayer request, if there's anything you want to bring up tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995. 995-5552 for your prayer requests, for your questions, your topics, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever's on your heart tonight, whatever you need to pray about, whatever question there is that you want to ask, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Before we go right to the phone lines, I just want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer, for worship and the study of God's Word. So um, why don't you mark your calendar, make a note, set something on your smartphone, on your on your iPad, uh, a, a reminder to come on out and join us for prayer and for worship. Come out and join us for the study of, of, of the Bible. We're studying right now, we're studying Genesis, book by uh, chapter, chapter by chapter and verse by verse. We're in the chapter, we were, uh, last night we were in, in chapter 31 of Genesis. We have been studying from, we've studied from chapter 1 to 31, and we're going to continue until we finish the book of Genesis. So come on out and study with us. Come on out and pray with us. Come on out and worship with us as we seek God's presence. It's Friday nights at 8 o'clock, and it's in Arcadia. We, we gather together at 8.05 north first avenue in the city of arcadia so if you're nearby or even if you have to drive a little bit come on out come on out and worship come on out and pray you know there's nothing better you can do than be in the lord's house and it's every friday night at 8 p.m we'll be there worshiping singing studying we'll be there seeking god's presence so come on out to 805 north first avenue in the city of arcadia Friday nights, 8 p.m. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Pasadena, Arcadia area. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north for one block. You'll see you'll see Foothill Boulevard. Make a right turn. Go one more block to First Avenue. Make another right turn. And you'll see us right there at the corner of Forest and First in the city of Arcadia, 805 North First Avenue. Every Friday night at 8 p.m. That's where we get together. That's where I'm teaching. That's where we're seeking God. We're seeking the Lord. We're seeking God. And then 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings, Pastor Walter Hofflin is the pastor there at the Hills Church. 
Uh, if you're looking for a church to visit or make your home on Sunday mornings, come on out to the Hills Church at 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. Let's go back to the phone lines right now, and we're going to talk to Terry. Hi, Terry. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi. I'm calling because I really need prayers. I have lupus, and I'm so in pain. Um, also, we're supposed to be um, evicted out of our home. Um, these realtors keep saying that... Um, they want us out because the uh, owner um, sold the property, but we were buying the property, but uh, the deal went awful. So now they want us evicted out. So she uh, she was telling us that we needed to move out, and she was going to give us two thousand for the key. Mm-hmm. I, we did a we did a lot of work in the house. And I don't think two thousand. Right. It's not fair. Yeah. Well, let's pray, Terry. Father, we come before you. And Lord, Terry says she needs prayer. And yes, Lord, she needs prayer and she needs you to make a change in her life. She needs you to touch her life, to touch her body, Lord, and, and just heal her from this lupus, Lord, from this terrible disease. I pray, Father, that your blessing would be upon her. I pray, Lord, that your healing would be upon her. I pray, Lord, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord, that she would be totally and completely healed. Father, I just pray, Lord, that your blessing and healing, that your glorious, magnificent, awesome power would be revealed in Terry's healing, Lord. And I pray about this house. I pray, Lord, about this eviction. I pray, Lord, that you would be in total control. And, Lord, what, what, what... what the enemy might try to use for evil, you use for good, Lord. Lord, fulfill your your word that says that you will cause all things to work together for the good for those who love you and are called according to your will, to your purpose. And I pray, Lord, that you would use this situation for your glory. Father, that the enemy, the world, would not have a victory over Terry, but, Lord, that she would have the victory because she has the victory in you, because she's asking and seeking you, Lord, to do the work that only you can do. Only you can turn this around. So I pray, Lord, that she's found favor in your eyes, that she will find favor in the eyes of the landlord and whoever else is in authority or in charge of this situation. So I pray, Lord, your complete and total blessing, Lord, physically and financially, for Terry and her family, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you, Terry. Good night. God bless you, too. And if you'd like to call in tonight, I encourage you to call in tonight for prayer. Call in tonight and seek the Lord. Seek him while he's able, seek him while he can be found, the Bible says. The time of salvation is now. The time of blessing is now. The time of seeking God is now. So I pray that I, I ask that you will call in. Call in and seek the Lord with me. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, call in tonight. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, about the about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 
888-528-5552. Another announcement that I want to make before we go right to the phone lines is that this is a listener-supported uh, program. Uh, we are in need of your help. We are in need of your prayers and your finances to stay here at KKLA, bringing you the Gypsy Christian Hour every week and seeking the Lord's, uh, seeking prayer for you every every week. So if you can help us stay here on the radio, we would greatly appreciate it. Uh, you can ch- write a check or a money order out uh, to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and you can send it into P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, you know, we love being here. We've been here for 33 years. We'd like to be here as long as the Lord provides. But he's going to use you to, to, to help keep us here on the air, on the radio, every Saturday night at midnight. So pray and ask the Lord, seek the Lord. It, would he have you help us stay here at KKLA, stay on the air? Make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. Or you can make it out to GCH Ministries and send it to P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Uh, if you didn't get the, if you don't have, if you could, couldn't write it down, hey, call the radio Sunday morning. Call K, call KKLA. Send it here to KKLA, and they'll put it in our mail slot. So wh- whatever's easier for you, but I'm hoping you'll pray and you'll ask the Lord how you can help. You know, anything that you send in helps, big or small, donations, whatever you can send in, will be greatly appreciated and will be used directly to keep us here at KKLA. So it's the Gypsy Christian Hour. P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. Let's go back to the phone lines, uh, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help? Hi, Sam. Hi. How's it going? Okay. Um, I know there was a few callers, and I called like about 12.05, and they must have called before I did. Yes, you know. were... But anyway, I had a question to ask you. Okay. Um, I, I go to this church. It's a Pentecostal church. Uh-huh. And uh, now that we're approaching uh, Lent, like the 40 days, can, can a pastor ask a, uh, his church to fast for 40 days, and is it biblical? Well, um, you know, it's biblical to fast for 40 days. Uh, Jesus fasted for 40 days. Um you know, it, it depends on why he's asking the church to fast. Uh, but yeah, I know pastors that ask uh, that have forty day fasts. I mean, I wouldn't advise uh, fasting total, you know, without food for forty days unless you you're, you're under a doctor's yeah. Uh, yeah. under unless you're under a, you know under a physician who's taking care of you or if, you know because it, mm-hmm. it, it's pretty uh, dangerous not to eat for forty days. Yeah. Uh, but I know people. I, I know that there are people that, that have done that. Uh, you know, uh, usually you're fasting from sunup to sundown, or you're doing it some other way. But there are different kinds of fasts. Uh, you yeah, know, uh, I've done fast. I've done a 21-day fast, which is called the Daniel's fast, uh, yeah. that I really enjoy doing. Uh, there are different types of fasts. Fasting is really, you know, however the Lord puts it on your heart. It's 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 not too. You know, fasting is not to uh, get something from the Lord or you're fasting for this thing or for that thing. You know, fasting is to get you, you know, into the presence of God, to get you into right. a more prayerful, 
prayerful, intimate relationship with God. You know, God uses fasting in many different ways in our lives, but it's not to achieve a goal, uh, a material goal. It's to achieve a spiritual intimacy with with the Lord. So, yeah, I believe yeah. A, a, a pastor has the prerogative, has the ability to call the church yeah. to fast. You know, and because yeah. you know, yeah, it's. It, but here, here's one one other thing before you go on, Eddie. Is it's just not fasting. Yeah. Whenever you whenever you see fasting in the in the Bible, it's always accompanied with prayer, yeah. fasting and yeah. prayer. Right. You can, you shouldn't fast without you. You know, you can pray without fasting, but you can't fast without praying. You need to, you need to be right. seeking the Lord as you're fasting because yeah. that's the that's yeah. the 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 ultimate part of what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, because the last weekend um the the church went out to evangelize at night and the pastor sent certain people to different areas to pray against demonic powers like like gang violence and uh, mm-hmm. um, you know, drug addiction and Right. And they they ran into homeless people, you know, and the homeless people, you know, they accept the Lord but in my personal opinion, a homeless person will not go to church. Only they'll only go back to eat and get something, but they won't accept Christ. They won't come into church. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I mean, I'm not saying that God can't change their lives, right? But, it, but when I see that, it's like, you know, when you fast, you, you fast between God, like like the Lord said, when you pray, you go into your closet. You don't you don't let people notice. Well, I'm I'm fasting 41 days. I'm, yeah, you don't advertise it. In a personal yeah, fast, you're not you're not advertising it. The Bible says, "Don't make a big deal out yeah. of it," like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, who who sh- right. who look miserable as they're fasting, letting everybody know how hungry they are and that they're yeah. fasting. Uh, but you know, typically, you're right. You know, a homeless person will probably come to a church that's that that's giving them food or feeding them. But the Lord can use that. You know. Uh, to mm-hmm. bring them into yeah. the sanctuary, to bring them into a service, and mm-hmm. uh, the Lord can use yeah. anything to touch somebody's life. So we, yeah. I, I, I applaud uh, people like Andy Bales, uh, Union Rescue Mission, and yeah. uh, and and uh, Fred Jordan Mission. You know, they're feeding the homeless, mm-hmm. but they're also making, providing uh, a place for them to to uh, to find the Lord. You know, they do all this in Christ's mm-hmm. name. They do this to, unto the unto the glory of Jesus Christ. And they've, you know, the Lord has used them to save many hundreds and thousands of people. Uh, these are very worthwhile uh, uh, organizations, and they do a great job. Where they, and, and they do what people, you know, they do what what, what most people will turn their back on. They they run to, and it's amazing. Uh, it's an amazing work that they do. Uh, yeah. It's unfortunate that we need a lot more. Uh, of Union Rescue Missions and Fred Jordan Missions and Midnight Missions, and yeah. uh, because of the homeless problem, I, I, I think that it's a it's a despicable uh, thing that the, the the way the government, the way the the state of California is dealing with this problem, uh, it's yeah. it's just terrible that the you know the the way that the governor and 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 uh, the way that the states certain states are try, are handling or mishandling. The, the the problem of the homeless, uh, it's terrible. It's terrible. It's it's, it's yeah, you, you it see is. these you see you know they're, they're they're they've legalized and popularized homelessness uh, in our state, mm-hmm. and what they're doing is is terrible. They're, they're they're you know it's like the homeless have more rights 
than those of us who are paying taxes and, and trying to, 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 to contribute to society. But right. like the Lord says, the, we'll always have the poor among us, and we're to do our best to try and help those who are worthy of being helped. And everybody's worthy of being helped. But you, you know what I mean? It's the, the, the truly see, those who are truly seeking uh, to better themselves mm-hmm. and to help, to be helped and need to help, that's where we should be extending yeah. the, the love, the grace, and the mercy of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, Sam, thanks a lot. All righty, God bless. God bless. Let's go back to our phone lines, and we're going to talk to, I think it's Diana. I think that's the name. Hi, did I get your name right? Is this Diana? Yes, Diane. Diane. And I'm speaking. Hi, Pastor. Hi. Thank you for praying with me and for everyone. Well, how's I'm praying for, for myself, my brother. My brother is in the psych hospital in Cerritos. Um, he had to go back again. I got him two months ago from Monday in Louisiana. That mm-hmm. was because my daughter had a nervous breakdown. She had a lot on her plate, but she was trying. My mother and my sister passed two two years. Mm-hmm. I lost my mother in 2016. I lost my sister in 2018. I had another brother uh, that I lost in the year of 2003. So my brother's here. With me, I had to put him in the hospital to get his medicine mm-hmm. uh, regulated because he hadn't had it in a while. I have this problem with my sister's daughter where she causes a lot of strife in the family. And my sister died. She wouldn't even tell me when she was burying her or burning her up. Mm-hmm. And now she's interfering with me and my brother. He's all I I have. And she's anxious for me to let her help me put him in a boarding care home. I want I wanna do things my own if I have to get put him in a boarding mm-hmm. care home. We lived our lives together. We had the same mother and father. Uh my mother taught us food and took us to church. She didn't send us. And me and him both are grieving. This child, my sister's child, she even spit in her mother's water and told her she did it. Mm-hmm. Well, Diane, let's let's. I understand you're you're hurt, and you're. I'm I'm very hurt. I understand, and, and I'm I sorry. I'm sorry for what hurt. you. Yeah, I'm very sorry for for what you've gone through and what you're going through. But what's going to make mm-hmm. a change is prayer. The Lord can make yeah. a change. And we're just going to yeah. seek him right now. So, Father, yeah. I pray for Diane. I pray, Lord, that you would be her comfort, that you would be her peace. Lord, as she mourns the death of her mom and, and those that she's lost, I pray, Lord, that you would be her comforter, that you would give her, Lord, the joy that, 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 that's within you. Bring the, back the joy into her heart of her understanding of her knowing of her relationship with you lord you're the one who who comforts the grieving you said blessed are those who mourn for they shall be comforted and you sent the holy spirit as the comforter so i pray your blessing upon diane lord that you would take the grief and the hurt away from her and restore her joy 
Give her peace, Lord. I pray for her brother, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished for his life. I pray, Lord, that you would do the miraculous work that only you can do, Lord. And I pray for this other lady, the the the, the niece. I pray, Lord, that you would just that you would bless her, Lord. That you would come up. That you would just touch her her, her heart and take that heart of stone and turn it into a heart of flesh. I pray, Lord, that you would you. that you'd send the convicting Holy Spirit, Lord, to just convict her and bring her to a saving knowledge of who Jesus is, Lord. That she would that she would benefit from the grace and the mercy of a loving God, and that that would have an impact in her life, and that she would desire to to just be a better person, to be the person that you've called her to be, to show to all to receive love and grace and to share love and grace, Lord. So I pray for this family. I pray for for your blessing. I pray, Lord, for your peace. I pray for your protection upon each and every one of them, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you so very much. Well, God bless you, Diane. I'm praying for your ministry, too. Thank you so much. We sure can use it. God bless. Uh, I have a message here, and the message was to pray for Eddie. And for his family, for restoration. So, Father, we pray for Eddie. We pray for his family. We pray for restoration, for reconciliation, Lord, that you would work out whatever's going on, that you would work it out for your purpose, for your glory. Lord, to magnify your name, Lord, through the the healing of this family. And we pray for all families, Lord, the ones that that are, are hurting, the ones that are that have problems in marriages, Lord, in relationships, I just pray, Lord, that you would bring men to be men of God, that you would bring women, Lord, to be godly women. Lord, that the men and women of, 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 who are joined together in marriage, that they would be seeking you first, Lord, seeking you in their life, in their marriage, seeking you, Lord, to be the center of their marriage. Lord, they would be seeking to please you and to love each other, Father. I pray for families, for marriages, for children, for grandchildren. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to our phone lines, and let's talk to Helen. Hi, Helen, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Helen, you need to turn off your radio, and we can talk on the phone, and we can... Pray for you. Hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Doing okay, Helen. You need to turn okay. off your radio, Helen. Okay. How can we pray okay. for you? Yeah. Hi, Sammy. How are you doing? Doing okay. How can we pray for you? Yeah, I wanted to ask you a question. Uh, can you uh, commission the angels, like, to go forward? No, we don't commission the angels, Helen. We don't. Uh, the angels are God's creation. And he commissions the angels. He tells the angels where to go, what to do. He commissions them to do his will, to carry out his desires, his purpose. Uh, he sent Gabriel to tell uh, Mary that she was going to have a baby, that she was going to be uh, the mother of Jesus. Uh, he sent Michael to do battle uh, against the enemy. So God commissions the angels. We ask God to commission the angels. We can ask the Lord to send his angels to protect us. We can ask God to send his, his angels to guide us. Uh, we can ask the Lord, but he's the one 
who orders the angels. He's the one who commissions the angels. We do not commission the angels. We don't speak to angels. We don't pray to angels. We speak to God and we pray to God and we ask him for our needs and he provides our needs. Uh, like I was telling uh, another caller earlier, when Jesus fasted for 40 days, after he had fasted, he sent angels to minister to him, to comfort him. Uh, and he does the same for us. He sends his angels to, 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 to minister to us, to comfort us, to help us, to guide us, to protect us. But no, we do not commission the angels. Yeah, I need a prayer for healing and uh, for this coronavirus, for God to protect everybody. Yes, Lord. We pray for Helen, Lord. We pray that you just protect her from the coronavirus, Lord, as you protect all of your children. I pray your protection upon everyone, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, for your healing upon Helen, Lord, for whatever is going on, Lord, you know, and you have the power, and you have the ability, and for you to, and we just pray, Lord, that you would receive all glory and honor through her healing, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Sam. You're doing a great job. God bless you. God bless you, Helen. Thank you. And if you'd like to call in tonight, we've got less than 20 minutes in the program left to go. Uh, so call in tonight with your questions. Call in tonight with your prayer requests. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you have a question, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. We're going to go to our scripture tonight. Our scripture is in Genesis uh, 31. And um, if you're familiar with Genesis, you know uh, that Jacob uh, left his home and he went to his uncle Laban. Uh, and there he, he, got, he, he was married. He married Leah and he also married Rachel. And he lived there for quite some time. He lived there for, for, for 20 years. Uh, he spent 14 years working for Laban. Uh, to receive his wives, uh, and he also lived another. He also stayed there for another six years, working for Laban. Uh, and for those six years, he received uh, wages of uh, goats and uh, lambs, and uh, he, he received his herds. Uh, but now something's happening. It's twenty years, and the situation is kind of changing between Jacob and Laban. And Laban is kind of wondering what he should be doing. Should he stay or should he go? And the Lord tells Laban, he tells him what to do. He gives him direction. But it says in the first verse, now, now Jacob heard the words of Laban's sons. Laban's sons are talking amongst themselves. And they're saying, Jacob has taken away all that was our father's. And from what belonged to our father, he has made all his wealth. Laban's sons see that Jacob's wealth is increasing, while their father's wealth in flocks and herds is decreasing. And if you, if you don't know the story, uh, Jacob tells Laban he's, he wants to leave. He says, well, what, what use is it for me to stay here anymore? Uh, I have nothing of my own. And Jacob says, don't leave 
what how can I what can I do for you? How, what how can I pay you? What wages? Name your wages. And Jacob says, "Don't give me anything. Just give me uh the goats and the and the and the lambs that are born striped and spotted." So there's a whole story behind this uh of how Laban tries to uh trick deceive or 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 make it hard on Jacob, but the Lord intervenes. And the Lord causes more spotted and striped animals to be born, and Jacob's herd is increasing. His wealth is increasing, while Laban's herds are decreasing. If more, uh, spot, if more animals are being born spotted and striped, then Jacob is becoming wealthier, and there's less for, for Laban. And Laban's sons sees what they see what's going on, and they're not happy with it. Really, it's just sour grapes. I mean, uh, God is blessing Jacob in his, for his faithfulness, in his faithfulness, and he's not blessing Laban because of his mistreatment of Jacob, his taking advantage of Jacob. I mean, in, earlier, in an earlier passage, Laban admits, hey, I'm being blessed because of you. God is blessing you, and I'm receiving some of the benefit, most of the benefit, because of you. So Laban, where he should have, treated he should have treated Jacob a lot different but he didn't so Laban's sons see it as Jacob stealing from Laban and they don't like it they're they're really upset they're pretty upset about it so in the second verse it tells us that Jacob saw the attitude of Laban and behold it was not friendly toward him as it was formerly see formerly before there was a different situation there was a, a more friendlier uh uh, relationship uh, agreements but it's changing things are changing and the Lord is going to use this change for a purpose you see when things go bad it's not always you know for you know to to, to harm us sometimes the Lord uses the wrong things to 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 benefit us you know I think of uh, the you know Jesus told the the apostles that they were going to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and all over the world. But they were staying in Jerusalem. But because of persecution, because of the persecution of the Jews and the Romans and the, the, the coming against Christianity, them having to leave, they left Jerusalem because of persecution. But what happened? They fulfilled God's will. God's will was fulfilled. They went out into all the world they went out into judea they went out to galilee they went out to samaria they went to india they went to 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 to, to asia they went all over and they preached the gospel and christianity grew so god uses persecution god uses bad situations for the good and later on we're going to see how god used uh god used the brothers of joseph and joseph says what you meant for evil God used for good. So we see that God could even use this situation, and he will use this situation to accomplish his will. So Jacob saw the attitude of Laban, that it was not as it was formerly. And then the Lord, the Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers. Return to your relatives, and I will be with you. God tells Jacob, it's time to go. Time to go. Pick up and get out. 
Get out of Laban's house. Get out of this area. Go back to the land from which you, you, you came. You know, the promise was not there uh, in, 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 in the land where Laban was. The promise was back in Cana. God said, I'm going to give you this land. This is the land I'm going to give you. And if, if Jacob is going to receive the land, if he's going to receive the inheritance that, that, from, from, that, that the Lord wants to give him, he's got to be in Canaan. So God tells him, get up and go. It's time to go back home. So God tells Jacob it's time to go. Jacob's been there for 20 years. Remember I told you he's been there for 20 years. He got married there. He had children there. He became wealthy there. And now it's time to go back to the place he started so that God's promise might be fulfilled. <coughs> Verse 4. So Jacob sent and called Rachel and Leah to his flock in the field. He's not going to talk to them in the tent. He's not going to talk to them where he could, they can be overheard. He's got to have a private conversation. So he calls them out to the, to the field, to where the flocks are. And he said to them, I see your father's attitude. It's not friendly toward us anymore. But God, of, the God of my father, has been with me. You know that I have served your father with all my strength. Yet your father has cheated me to change my wages ten times. However, God did not allow him to hurt me. If he spoke thus, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the flock brought forth speckled. And if he spoke thus, the striped shall be your wages, then all the flock brought forth striped. So whatever Laban tried to do, God used it. God used it. If Laban tried to, to make it like, hey, you get all the spotted ones, well, spotted ones were born. And then he changes it to striped, when stripes were born. God was watching out for Jacob. So first Laban agrees to give Jacob all the speckled goats that were born. Then he changes. When he saw that mostly the speckled goats were being born, he changed it again to the striped goats that would be born. But God blessed Jacob so that whatever the agreement was, that's the kind of goats that would be born. So Jacob is wealthy, getting wealthier, and they're not, they're not happy with it. Jacob, uh, Laban and his sons are not happy with it. And he's trying to explain to his wives, hey, look what's going on. We need to get out of here. It says, God has taken away your father's livestock and given them to me. And it came about at the time when the flocks, uh, well, let's skip over here. And it says that the angel said to me, uh, the strike didn't sprinkle. Then the angel of God said to me in the dream, Jacob, I said, I'm here. He said, lift up your eyes and see all these goats that are striped and speckled and mottled, for I have seen all that Laban has been doing to you. I am the God of Bethel. He's reminding Jacob. God is speaking to Jacob and reminding him, assuring him that he's been with him, that he's blessed him. And he reminds him of their encounter where he vowed and he set up the altar of Bethel. He tells him basically, Jacob, it's time to go home. So Rachel and Leah agree. They agree that there's no more that there's, there's no more life for them here in, La in Laban's house with Laban. So Rachel and Leah both agree to leave. They see how Laban has treated Jacob, how he's treated him, how he's mistreated him, and how there's nothing for them there at their father's house. So they believe that it's time to go. So Jacob arises the next morning. It says, Then Jacob arose and put his children and his wives upon camels, and he drove them away, all his livestock and all his property, which he had gathered. He acquired livestock there, 
that he gathered in Padam Aram. So he was going to the land of Canaan to his father Isaac. Then Laban hears what's going on. It says, when Laban had gone to shear the flock, then Rachel, then Rachel stole the household idols that were her father's. So Laban goes to, to shear his flock, and Rachel goes into his, to her father's house, and she steals some idols. Why she steals the idols, we don't know. It's not, it's not known why she stole the idols. But she steals the idols out of her father's house. Jacob, it says, and Jacob deceived Laban, the Aramean, by not telling him that he was leaving. So he fled with all that he had, and he arose and crossed the Euphrates River and set his face toward the hill country of Gilead. So it says that, 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 that Jacob deceived Laban. So did Jacob sin by leaving without telling Laban? Well, I don't believe so. Jacob was under no obligation to Laban to stay. He had served him 14 years already. That was his agreement. And he served him another six years. He fulfilled all of his agreements with Laban. But this word deceived kind of got me going. So I, I looked up the word, and it doesn't, doesn't necessarily have to be the word that's used in Hebrew. doesn't necessarily have to be transferred, translated deceived. It means, what it really means is he outwitted. He outwitted Laban. He, uh, he did, he, he, he outwitted him. He, he didn't stand for what Laban was doing. He didn't fall for what Laban was doing. He pulled one on Laban. He got his family out of there before Laban could do anything because he feared. You know, what happened was Jacob left secretly because he feared that Laban would not agree to let him go. See, the last time Laban, uh, Jacob said he was leaving, Laban put force on him to stay. He said, don't don't leave. Look, I know I'm being blessed because of you. What are your wages? Name your wages, whatever. So he knew that Laban would most likely not allow him to leave. But Jacob, like I said, was under no obligation to stay. He fulfilled all of his requirements. He fulfilled all of his obligations. So like I said, he, he served 14 years with, uh, with Laban for his wives, six more years for his flocks and his herds. So when Laban heard on the third day that Jacob had fled, he took his kinsmen with him and pursued him at a distance. He pursued him for seven days. So he comes back, but while he's pursuing him, God comes to him in a dream. And he tells him, be careful. Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob either good or bad. Either good or bad. So God appears to Laban in a dream and basically tells him, do, do Jacob no harm. Leave him alone. God is protecting Jacob. So we see that Jacob didn't sin when he left because God is still protecting him. God has got his protection upon him. God is watching out for Jacob. And he's telling Laban, don't lay a hand on him. Watch, be careful that you do not speak to Jacob either good or bad. So the point that I want to get to is Laban catches up with Jacob. And because of the dream, because of God speaking to him, he doesn't harm Jacob. He uses the excuse that, why did you steal from me? Why did you steal my idols? 
It says, What have you done by deceiving me and carrying away my daughters like captives of the sword? Why did you flee secretly and deceive me and did not tell me that I might send you away with joy? And was I, I, I laugh. He says, why, why did you do this? I could have sent you away with joy and with songs, with timbrel and with lyre. And he didn't allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters. You know, this is not Laban. You know, this is, he's, just pulling, he's, just, he's just pulling a, a fast, he's trying to pull a fast one over Jacob. He's saying, you know, I would have sent you away happily. But he said, you, you've done foolishly. It is in my power to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night saying, be careful not to speak to, either, to Jacob either good or bad. The only reason Laban is acting like this is the fear of the Lord. But I want to go on quickly because we're running out of time. Rachel steals the uh, she steals the idols, and Jacob doesn't know that she stole the idols. And Laban accuses Jacob. So Jacob says, "Look, go through my through my tents." And whoever stole your gods, they shall not live. It says, the one whom you find your gods shall not live in the presence of our kinsmen. Point out what is yours among my belongings and take it for yourself. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. But here's the point. Laban goes around and he looks for the idols. He never finds them. So Rachel is never discovered. You know, Rachel's theft, was not discovered, but that doesn't mean God was okay with it. Even though she was never discovered, even though it was never seen what she did, she still suffered the consequences of her sin. You know, after this, I believe God lifted his blessing from Rachel because later on she she dies when Benjamin is born. She dies in childbirth, Tiffany. And we see that very little is said about her in chapters 31 to 35, until, you know, Rachel fell into the background. She She's not talked about anymore. She fell into the background for the rest of the chapters until the time of her death. Rachel, she dies. And the Bible really doesn't talk about her after this. I believe God lifted her, his 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 his, his blessing from her. Because for every sin, there's a consequence. You never get away from the consequence of your sin. You know, it's, how can I say it? Christians think today they can, just because they're not being exposed or they're not being found out, or they don't, you know, they're not getting hit by lightning, so God must be okay with it. No, God is never okay with sin. God is never okay with going against his word. God is never okay with breaking his commandments. God is never okay just because things are working out. Just because Uncle El-Tuka doesn't mean that God is behind it, that God is okay with it. 